Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to Ask Anything, episode two today. We're going to answer two questions. Number one, is it a sin if I don't have a passion or a desire to read my Bible? And number two, how do I uh, be a light to the world while not conforming to the world? So uh, we'll dive right in and jump into those questions. So like I said, the first question comes from Chloe, and this is what she said. Sometimes I forget or do not want to read my Bible and spend time with God. Is it a sin to not be passionate about God or not read His Word? Uh, Good question. Uh, It's interesting. In Psalm 119, verse 9, uh, the psalmist there says, How can a young man, and we can insert woman, uh, how can a young man or woman keep his ways pure? And he goes on to answer his own question. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So hiding God's word in our heart, is cause is is a way that we can um, combat and fight sin in our lives. So we know uh, that sin comes from our own brokenness, our own flesh. Uh, we know that sin and temptation can uh, be present in the world that we live in, um, or like all around us, and just like the people and the culture and those types of things. Um, and so I don't necessarily think it is a sin to not read God's Word, but I think you should be striving to read God's Word because, as we'll even tackle in the next question, it will help you as you uh, navigate this life, as you um, are around people who aren't Christians, as you face and battle temptation and sin in in the world. And so it's really, really important that we hide God's Word in our heart uh, so that we won't be so that we won't sin um, when those temptations come our way. So if we're not spending time in God's Word, it may not be a sin right then and there, um, but it might lead us to sin later. So a a great example of it actually is in uh, the book of Matthew, Jesus is led out into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, and he's there for 40 days and 40 nights. He's without food, without water. He's fasting, and Satan, the devil himself, he appears to Jesus in that moment. And in that moment, Satan tempts Jesus three different times. The first time he tempts him, and Jesus responds um, and, and tells him no, you know, basically, by quoting Scripture to him. Like, this is not right because, you know, this is what Scripture says. The next time, what's interesting is Satan takes a verse of Scripture himself, and he just twists it, just changes it just a little bit. And again, what's so interesting to me is, Satan knew scripture well enough to fight it with with Jesus in this scenario. And um, Jesus knew the nuance that Satan used, the little tweak that Satan used to know like, hey, that's not right. And I think what we need to ask ourselves is, do we know scripture well enough that when a temptation comes our way and we're potentially even able to uh, find a way to justify it with Scripture, can we say that's not right because this is what Scripture really says? So um, just challenge you to get in that. So this question, Chloe, I think evidenced by the fact that you're asking it, number one, is a good thing, okay? Like if you had no desire or you're totally apathetic towards it, um, you probably wouldn't be asking this question. So that's a good thing. So that that question alone shows me that you probably have a desire to get in God's Word. And maybe you're just frustrated or upset or disappointed with uh, your lack of desire to do that sometimes. Um, but because you asked it, you still want to do it. So that's that's a good thing. That's the, the good thing. Um, and so what I would say, maybe this, this is less of a, um, like, is it a sin, not a sin type of issue? And maybe more, it's um, an evidence of some out-of-line priorities. And so 
Let me challenge you, especially with school starting this week for many of you, let me just challenge you to find the the opportunity to realign your priorities, all right? Uh, you got a new rhythm, you got a new schedule, um, you're coming home now, you're not in summer where you just have like unlimited amounts of free time, like you're back into a little bit of a routine and a rhythm. So take that opportunity, take a new opportunity um, to reorganize and reorder your priorities. When I started here about a year ago, I did that exact same thing. I started a new job. And so um, when I started a new job, there were some things I wanted to start to incorporate into my life, primarily exercise. And um, I used the newness of a new routine, a new rhythm, a new job to give me the opportunity to start something new. So maybe it's an opportunity for you to do that, to find time um, to, to spend with God. Maybe it's before school, you get up a few minutes early. Maybe when you get home, the first thing you do is you open God's word as opposed to turning on video games or even your homework. Um, or maybe you just make a habit right after dinner, right before bed, whatever the case may be. Use this new season to do that, okay? The next question comes from Alyssa, and she says, How are we to live in the world and be lights to others, uh, but not conform to the world? Great question. Um, Romans 12.2 is is the verse that she's referencing here. It says, Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So actually, Paul answers your question, Alyssa, right here in verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. So don't conform. Don't be like the world. That's that's very important. Don't be like the world. Why? Because as Alyssa asked, we want our lights to shine. And so if you're not any different than the people that you hang out with, that you're around, um, there's nothing separating you. There's nothing making you stand out. And we'll look at why being a light is important. But first, let's look at the non-conforming part. Why should we not conform? Um, because, well, we should not conform because the light thing. But but how, I guess, how do we not conform? Well, Paul says, um, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by how? The renewing of your mind. And so, again, as, as we talked about in the last question, we're broken. Um, our human nature uh, infiltrates every part of our being. Um, it's hardwired into us to sin. And so, how do we break free from that? We need to renew our minds. And so, in Second Corinthians 5.17, uh, Paul says, if anyone is in Christ, you're a new creation. So therefore, if, if you're in Christ, if you're a Christian, if you're following him, if you made a decision uh, to follow him with your life, then you are a new creation. So you have the ability now to renew your mind through uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. How do you go about renewing your mind? It's not just a, you accept Christ one time and then you're 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 new, you're good, you're, you're totally done forever. Yes, you have a new salvation now in Christ, but... Um, there's an ongoing um, pursuit of holiness now, and, and sometimes we use a big word called sanctification, uh, that we're going to be in that journey of sanctification, that pursuit of holiness, uh, until we die or until Jesus comes and takes us home. So how do we do that? We renew our minds. And so a great verse I like to look at is Philippians 4.8. Uh, Paul writes, again, Paul write, wrote a lot of the New Testament. So Paul wrote Romans, Paul wrote Philippians. He said, now dear brothers, one final thing. Fix your, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and, uh, and, pursue, and pursue what's lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and think about things that are worthy of praise. So 
when we set our minds on things above, things that are of heaven as opposed to things of this world, that is the way that we can not conform. Uh, that's how we renew our minds. So set your mind on things that are good, honorable, lovely, praiseworthy, all the things that Paul writes there um, in Philippians 4.8. And so if you don't know that verse or haven't even tried to memorize it, I would challenge you, uh, make that a, a verse for you this week, all right? Um, Think about those things, especially as you're heading back into a new season of school and new temptations and new friends and new opportunities are going to come your way. Set your mind on those things and don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world. What's the benefit? And Alyssa already alluded at it. Um, the, the benefit is your light will then shine. And so in Matthew five sixteen, Jesus says, Let your light shine before men so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. So because of your light, because of your testimony, because you're different, because you're set apart, because you're not conforming anymore, people will see your good deeds, and hopefully, ultimately, the goal will be to praise your Father in heaven. And that's an amazing, amazing thing. So with that being said, I want to um, bring your guys' attention to an event that we have coming up in October, October 13th, uh, an amazing event called Dare to Share, all right? It's an event all about how to share your faith, um, how to gain boldness, how to be fearless, how to how to exit the church and, and enter back into your community, into your schools, um, and be different and be a light. And so I hope that you'll make it um, a priority. It's not just an event that we're doing, it's actually a a national event, but um, Liberty Heights is serving as a host church for it. So if you go to Liberty Heights, it's a great opportunity for you to jump in. Uh, tickets are 20 bucks, all right? So super cheap. Um, and that'll get you uh, from about noon until about 7.30 that day. It's an all-day conference and all day uh, and a little bit of workshop stuff in there. Um, it'll, it'll challenge you. It'll push you uh, to share your faith. So uh, we hope that you'll take advantage of that. Circle it, mark it on your calendars, uh, make it a big deal. Dare to Share Live is coming at you. And that will also help as you're trying to navigate how not to conform, how to be a light. Um, I've been to it before. It's amazing. Um, My students in the past have said it's one of the best events they've ever been to. So I hope that you'll make it a priority uh, and be there as well. So thank you so much for joining us on Ask Anything. Uh, We're going to try to get more regular. We're going to try to release these every other week. And so uh, jump in lhcstuman.com slash ask, and you can ask any questions. If you don't know how to navigate directly there, just go to lhc.life, go to students, click on uh, JHM, HSM, um, either one of those two, click on social media, click on podcasts, and you're right there. And you can submit a question anytime, uh, and we will get to it hopefully uh, the next time that we we meet. So we'll see you next time. Ask anything. Have a great week. Enjoy starting school. It's going to be a good one. Make this school year a great school year.